So in the readings today, there's this quality of the Holy Spirit, this gift that he brings that I think really, really stands out. There are many qualities that come through the reception of the Spirit that come from Jesus sending us his Spirit. But in the readings, I think it's crystal clear that the Holy Spirit that we're praying for today, that we're begging for today, is a Spirit that emboldens. He's a Spirit that encourages. If you break down that word encourage, you can see it's to put courage into. That's the Spirit that we ask for today. Recently, I was listening to this podcast by a sports commentator, and he was talking about his faith ministry he does in his community. He himself has this kind of great story of conversion. He was a collegiate athlete playing basketball. He believed faith had very little relevance for him. He came to an awareness of how unsatisfying his life was. And even, in his own words, how in some ways his his lifestyle was leading him far from God, and in his words, even offensive to God. He struggled for a while in this sort of like in-between zone, where he kind of wanted to believe and turn it around, but he also kind of didn't. And then there was this moment of grace that helped him surrender to Jesus. He continued with his sports career, and now he's a well-known sports commentator. Um, and, he, and he runs this ministry that helps other young men in the college sphere and collegiate athletes give their life to Jesus. I'm purposefully not saying his name because there's a fee to get free marketing and get your name mentioned in the homily, and he hasn't paid it. <laughs> but this man had something very interesting to say about his ministry, something interesting and yet sad at the same time. He said, one of the biggest hangups for young men that keep them from conversion and from a faith life is this sense that in his words that somehow they have to set aside their masculinity to become a Christian. That somehow the Christian life asks them to embrace this life that's soft and noodly and, and not full of conviction or anything like that. It's true, of course, as we all know, a Catholic Christianity does call for generosity. It calls for an authentic kindness. It calls for empathy and understanding and imitation of God. That's absolutely true. But none of this is the type of thing that would ask any Christian, young man, young woman, whatever, it wouldn't ask any Christian for some kind of unhealthy softness or unhealthy flexibility or unhealthy niceness that doesn't have authenticity, that type of thing, a setting aside of toughness or strength or what have you, if we pay close attention, it's actually precisely the opposite of what happens to the apostles on Pentecost. The apostles and Mary with them, as they receive the Holy Spirit, they're filled with fire. That's why I'm wearing red today. Normally, red symbolizes the blood of the martyrs. Today, the red symbolizes the fire of the Holy Spirit that inspired Mary and the apostles. And they're emboldened to take a stand and to proclaim publicly what they know and what they've witnessed. In fact, these same men who are filled with fire, Mary as well, filled with fire, these same men, just a few days before, were huddled together scared, hiding away in the upper room. 
afraid of what would happen to them if anyone found out what they really believed. If anyone found out how they really feel about Jesus. Even after encountering the risen Christ, they're still not quite ready to go out. They even know that Jesus Christ has defeated death, he's risen from the dead, and they're still not ready to go out with courage. They're still huddled, afraid of being found out. And so it's upon receiving the Holy Spirit that those first Christians, that those first disciples, and through them, the church as well, and all of us, men and women throughout the ages are emboldened, really, in, like literally inspired with courage, encouraged to go out and to take a stand and to preach Jesus. Here's a quote that I love from St. Syrah of Alexandria. He, say, he states this, with the spirit within them, it's quite natural for people who are cowards. <laughs> it's quite natural for people who are cowards to become men of great courage. There can be no doubt this is what happened to the disciples. The strength they received from the spirit enabled them to hold firmly to the love of Christ facing the violence of their persecutors unafraid. He's a little harsh there, uh, as you can hear, but he's been dead for 1,600 years, and so we'll cut him some slack, okay? <laughs> but you notice the, the very thing that he's pointing to and how beautiful it is. It's quite naturally, he says, for those who are afflicted by fear when receiving the Holy Spirit to become more convicted of what? to become more convicted of the love of Christ, he says. To become more convicted of the love of Christ and how necessary it is and how fulfilling it is. And to have a deeper grasp of the faith and a deeper commitment to it. That's what the Spirit inspires into us. And in fact, I love the way he phrases it. This is quite natural. This is, this is the natural consequence of the Spirit coming and receiving him. In fact, one last point to everyone. The sacrament that we associate with receiving the Holy Spirit, the sacrament we associate with receiving the Holy Spirit with his gifts uh, being received and asking for those gifts and then being activated is the sacrament of confirmation. That very word, everyone, confirmare in Latin, confirmation that literally means to strengthen. That's literally what, it's literally the sacrament of strengthening, of encouraging, of emboldening. And just as the apostles were emboldened to go out and spread the faith and conquer the world by means of their preaching and their witness and virtue in Jesus, so too can the church and her members through the sacrament of confirmation and asking for those graces that you and I received in confirmation to be renewed, so too can we go out and preach Jesus with courage and conquer every obstacle that keeps us from doing that. I do want to make clear that this sort of like strengthening and emboldening to go out and take a stand for Jesus, it doesn't require us to be like some like street preacher or something like that. That, that's, not, that's not what it is. The Holy Spirit uses whatever gifts that we have and uses those to encourage and to strengthen and to bolden and go out to witness to Jesus. This doesn't take some kind of like extroverted personality either. 
the Holy Spirit uses the gifts so we have the exact personality that we have and strengthens that thing, strengthen those gifts so that we can go out and courageously stand for him. And so everyone today on Pentecost, the church begging for the Holy Spirit is emboldened and empowered because the spirit that we pray for today, that we ask for today, because the only way to get the Holy Spirit is to ask for him. The only way to get the Holy Spirit is to ask for him with sincerity. And that spirit that we ask for today is a spirit that encourages, that breathes courage into, and that emboldens and inspires us to go out to take a stand and to witness to Jesus.